I am very focused on the question of how divided are we. I mean, we know the news stories about Afghanistan. We know the news stories about the southern border. We know the insanity on masks and mask mandates. We know that according to the press, we're angrier than ever. Maybe the press is angrier than ever. But as we've discussed, I look at my neighbor and they're like, hey, how are you? You need a little help fixing the lawnmower? I head to my local cigar lounge and everybody is super cool. For I actually heard a conversation for the first time in a cigar lounge that I totally disagreed with politically. But it's not like they got up and left because I was there or I got up and left because they were there. They heard were talking about something and it was way different than I view it. But the Cigar Lounge allows for those things to happen. Maybe that's why I love it so much. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Selena Zito joins us right now. You see her work at the Washington Examiner and the New York Post. Her latest book, It's Complicated, How Our Nation is Coming Together and Falling Apart, is available at Amazon.com or wherever fine books are sold. She's also the author of The Great Revolt. And her latest piece, The Restorative Power of the American People, was kind of interesting because Selena does one of the things that you wish you did. She travels the country and actually talks to people. She doesn't just watch TV and then engage in commentating. She joins us right now. And, and Selena, this dispatch was out of uh, Lebanon, Kansas, uh, where you're talking about where people are in America and where this anger may or may not be. Talk to me about the piece itself and what it is that you're starting to notice. So, well, first of all, thanks for having me on. I think I thought it was an incredibly important um, job for me to do is to report back, you know, in, in a way that sort of compartmentalizes my experience. There, there's a number of different stories um, in my drive across the country. But I I wanted to put one piece together that, that shows that we aren't what we seem. And, and I've said this several times before, but I, I think sometimes people don't pay attention to it. We aren't what we seem or what, what appears on social media. We aren't what appears on cable news. Uh, cable news, social media, they tend to amplify or echo or give great voice to the loudest people, but not the people that are the most reflective of who we are. And so in my travels account across the country, I found I didn't find people having political disagreements. And if they did, they did it maturely and without doing personal attacks which is sort of the great thing that we have done throughout our 250 years um, as a country, right? We've been able to have these conversations uh, without, you know, getting down in the dirt. Uh, And and what I find is that social media and and, and cable news, like, loves that. Like, it's conflict. Let's throw it out there. Let's make it seem like that's normal. It's not normal. And and the American people are much more aspirational, uh, much more connected to each other. And and I think, to me, what exemplifies that the most, and I'm sure your listeners have all seen this either out when they've gone out to their local bars or if they've gone onto Instagram, you see all of these bars, 
uh, these breweries, these wine shops, where they place the 13, um, uh, they leave out beers for 13 of the soldiers that were fallen. They leave a table set for them. And, and that is who we are. It is not the things that are often promoted on social media. The part that I found interesting is, is you know, I follow you uh, on Facebook, and, and you said something that I thought was rather unique because I, I engage this, this conversation often, not only here on air, but I do a, a video series over at redstate.com called DC Outsider. That's the name of the series. And yeah. you, you discussed this idea that our, that our, separate, our separation, if you will, is not right-left. It's not conservative-liberal. It's actually inside-outside. What did you mean by that? So that actually should be the most concerning if, if you are the party in power. So we already have a left-right division. It's pretty much split down the middle. But when we go to an inside-outside moment, and they don't happen often, but they do happen. When we go to an inside moment, and it's happened to both parties, but the party in power really suffers tremendously in the ballot box because people, no matter what their political persuasion is, whether they're left or rather they're right, they feel so disconnected from the inside, meaning the people with wealth and power. And that would be all of our cultural curators. That would be the news media. That would be corporations. That would be institutions, military. If they feel disconnected from them, then um, because they don't feel as though they are belong or and or part of their um, their belief system, then then we've got a bigger problem in the country than just political polarization. Talking to Selena Zito, you can see her work at the Washington Examiner, WashingtonExaminer.com. Her latest book, It's Complicated, How Our Nation is Coming Together and Falling Apart. You can find that at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. We often notice that our reality doesn't match up with what the uh, with the small box in our living room tells us, you know, the ever-growing box, I, I should say. These, these things don't really and truly connect. You have been traveling, and you've been in Pennsylvania. You're right now in, in, in Kansas. When we talk about, or when you talk about what it is that you're hearing, is what you're hearing that their people are disgusted of politics or are they disgusted with how people are engaged in the politics? Both. Uh, well, that's, are... that's a problem, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and what, what a lot of people note is that they are, that, that the people that, the way people engage in politics and the way that politicians behave they have embraced politics as, um, and as uh, their now religion, right? They have put a, a side faith, and their faith belongs into uh, a, um, to a political organization or a side, a left or the right, and um, that is unhealthy. We, you know, our loss of faith combined with people. You know, I mean, I've seen people have arguments about climate change, and climate change has clearly become their religion rather than something to be reasonably discussed with great nuance. Uh, and, and that's how people discuss religion, right? 
and and so it, it when 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 your society uses politics as as it, with religious fervor, we've had a, we have issues. Now let's get into what you think this means going forward, 2022, 2024, and for really localities, because more than ever, you're seeing localities get involved with politics as you see people get involved with their school boards, things that they had left to the side. They trusted the education system. They sent their kids to school. It was fine. And more and more, uh, we see people fighting uh, their school boards, fighting against critical race theory, fighting against uh, certain uh, concepts and ideas of what some people would call equity and other people uh, call uh, uh, bigotry. Uh, So you're seeing more of that on a localized level. Isn't there something to be said for people being more active in the process and therefore that might lead people to differences in point of view? Well, I think it's really good that people get involved in their in their local school boards, you know, or, or if they don't want to run for elected office, get involved in the PTA. You should have you know, an outsized role in understanding what your children are learning and what education and um, educators are teaching them, but also what influences these school board members and or unions have on your child's education. And so that, I think, is, um, is a good thing. And, I, you know, it's really interesting to me. So, First of all, I've covered school boards as a local reporter. They, national politics ain't got nothing on school boards, man. That is like some serious down and dirty politics. But um, I think that, um, you know, middle class people have always been more involved in in their school boards have always been more involved in the, in their um, parent teacher associations uh, because that's where they believed that they had the power. And now I see uh, more suburban and um, uh, wealthier um, uh, parents who had sort of, as you pointed out, put this off to the side are now saying, "Wait, what? You're teaching my kid what?" I don't think so. Uh, and, and so there's just like this great sort of awakening going on out there. Um, and, and people are, are rethinking how they view uh, people in power. And that's what goes back to the inside outside thing. You, you were recently in, in Bozeman, uh, Montana, and you posted one of the photos of a, of a street festival uh, going on there and people sitting outside on the streets eating and drinking and having a good time. And, and, and I think that's the way it is in a majority of America where they haven't scared people in, into levels of, of, of lockdown. But the, this, this inside-outside conversation really is a conversation of coasts versus heartland, something that yeah. uh, you have been discussing for forever. I discuss here on... On, on my shows, do the Heartland people feel in other places that they are absolutely taken for granted or not cared about in the slightest, that they are uh, either spoken down to or dismissed as not having a, a, a real understanding of what's going on? I would think if we wanted to boil it down to one word, uh, it would be respect. I don't believe they think they are respected by elected officials. So you bring up Bozeman. I was in Bozeman. I was in Aspen. People were having a great time. It 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 wouldn't be a a fallacy to say that both cities are very liberal. 
However, they are outside of the places of power and wealth. And people are, this isn't that inside-outside thing. Where the, everybody was outside, nobody had a mask on. That's not even a remote exaggeration. And people were living their lives. They're not careless. However, they're also, you know, balancing their the, the risks and, and taking risks in, in a way that they see best suits their families. And, and so I think that people on the outside have come to the conclusion that wearing a mask outside is kind of, I don't know. I'm I, I'm struggling to find the word here, but insane. <laughs> well, they wouldn't say that again. These are more liberal towns, but I think they would say that's just unnecessary. Uh, we oh, this is the polite way of saying it. Oh, also, we're outside, right? That is, and so I think that is. Um, that is these kinds of nuances, these sort of granular granular experiences that I think that people in office are missing about the people that they represent. Before I let you go, you're traveling from place to place. You flying or you driving? Never fly. Never take an interstate. Always take the back road. What are you driving? Lane, what are you blacktop paved U.S. highways and state highways? Also. There were some roads that were graveled and became dirt and then became like a tuft of grass between where the tires go. So I, I, um, I found myself in some very interesting places. What do you but drive on, the, on these? I never take a highway and I never fly. That's what do you drive when, when, when you're doing this? Like, what, what is the vehicle? A Jeep, Grand Cherokee. Okay. All right. I, I can see it. I don't know if you went full diners, drive-ins, and dives with the... With the, uh, you know, top down, I wasn't sure how it went. Yeah, yeah, no. If anybody's ever seen a picture of me and my wild Italian curly hair, a, a, a top down would just, I would I would turn into Cousin It. Jeep Cherokee it is. There it is. Good enough. We don't want the other thing. Selena Zito, <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time. WashingtonExaminer.com, the restorative power of the American people. Look for that, Washington, WashingtonExaminer.com. And the latest book, it's complicated. How Our Nation is Coming Together and Falling Apart. Find that at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. Selena, always a pleasure. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.